Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to the In Defense of Ska Podcast. There's a lot of like, okay, well, you like Ska name three bands that aren't the Boss Tones. I'm your host, Aaron Carnes, music journalist and author of the book In Defense of Ska. And I'm your co-host, Adam Davis, veteran Ska musician from the bands Omnigon and Link 8. On our show, we aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of Ska music. There are so many great untold stories throughout the history of Ska. The show features interviews with everyone from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to Fishbone, Fall Out Boy singer Patrick Stump, and the police drummer Stuart Copeland. Join us on In Defense of Ska from the Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lineup season is upon us and the rumors are swirling. What we know, what we think, what we want. Today on the What Podcast, we go through our 2023 wish list. Five must have bands to see at the farm in 2023. It's Lord Taco, Barry Corder, Brad Steiner. The What Podcast, which bands this year that matter, starts right now. The What Podcast, which spans this year that matter. Lord Taco, Barry Corder, I'm Brad. Uh, nice to see you again, guys. Of course, uh, in the festive spirit is uh, Santa Jackson, uh, Santa Taco. Got, yeah, got my hat on. Can, yeah. can we go back and, to what we just said a few minutes ago where you said I was smart? Can we revisit that? <laughs> I, I think that. you're very smart, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, you've got Santa, very festive Russ Jack, Lord Taco, Russ Jackson, but also... The latest member of Sprockets is here, Barry Corder. What is this outfit you're wearing? I'm trying to just be a floating head. Is it working? <laughs> I just want to be a floating head. Where's your tiny little yeah. round glasses? <laughs> yeah, for some reason, you're some sort of, like, troubled poet today. Uh, what is <laughs> Yeah. What, is this, what is this you're wearing? Yeah. I swear to God, Taco, if he comes in with a beret next week, I am quitting immediately. Oh, you know what's coming. I got the Santa hat. All he needs is a beret. <clears throat> a beret and an ascot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, my man is ready. No what's, uh, what's everybody been up to? What you, oh, a pipe is nice. Walking stick would always be uh, helpful. What have you guys been doing? What's, uh, what's new? What's happening? Been missing you. How you been? Mm-hmm. I asked you first. Oh. I don't matter. Uh, I mean, like everybody else, been dealing with the the flu and the illnesses and all that. But whatever. You had the flu. Oh yeah. Oh Thanksgiving. Mm. Thanksgiving was spent in the bed. But you know, mm-hmm. never. Nice. I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Okay. All good. Now, do you guys remember the day that I gave you COVID? Yes. We were the first three COVID patients yes. in America. Uh, I got the worst flu I've ever gotten that December 19th, uh, December 2019. Was it 2019 or 2018? It was 2019. I can't remember now. 
19. Oh, God, it was awful. I've never felt worse. Uh, and then, you know, a couple months later, COVID explodes. I'm convinced that we all, I gave all of you COVID. Yeah, I think Russ was next, right? Yeah, but I, mine was just the flu. I mean, there was no COVID test at the time. But, uh, right. but the, I, I was positive was. for the flu. I think it was flu. It, there was A or B, and I don't remember which strain it was. But I mean, it was it was the worst flu I've it, ever it had. Was, uh, it, kicked, so. it kicked my ass, too. I remember yeah. putting my head on a pillow and thinking, I will not wake up tonight. <laughs> That's how ever. bad I was sick. Ever. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I think that long. every night. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. you're supposed to think that way. You're supposed to live yeah. your life that way. So thank you, I actually Zero. Yeah, it was me. I appreciate that. I, uh, I, I'll i tell you, I was really upset because that was the weekend I was supposed to go to L.A. for the very first ever Harry Styles show. I was like, even up until the moment the flight was taking off, I was walking around the house like, I could go. I can make this. And he was like, you're not get, You can't get on a plane like this. I was really bummed out. And I mean, look, it's Harry Styles. I, 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 it's not like I'm the biggest fan in the world, but I wasn't going to miss the first ever show in L.A. for Harry Styles. I wasn't going to miss it. I'm glad I missed it. If you, if I can't even, hang out with you guys instead. Yeah, I can't even believe you had that much energy. I, know. I just remember like <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I, know. I don't care. Um, so, so let's start this, uh, this episode with uh, what we know so far. Uh, we've gotten some root clues in the last couple of weeks. Taco, take me back and explain to me who, what, when, where, and why with the root clues. First root clue was, who was it? Oh, it was... Um, Chris. Chris, yeah, it was Chris. Yeah, thank you. Hat's too tight. <laughs> yeah, I can't can't get all the the brain just doesn't want to uh-huh. stay in there. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, Grizz, which uh, which was interesting because okay. we had Grizz do the Super Jam last year. It, it raises an interesting question: <laughs> How much of this is a reset before we even get too far down this road? How much? What do, do you we mean? Care? How much do we care? Who's been there in the last two or three years? I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't mean, care. I know, yeah, if it was on the 2020 lineup and they made it or didn't make it, I don't care. Bring them. So, uh, yeah, you know I, I mean, mean? I, I think I think that you, uh, I, I don't think that that goes for, you know, if they were to book Stevie Nicks and Tool, you know, but but I don't think anybody cares if Churches comes back or yeah, if, okay. you know, Roddy Rich is there. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's just weird to, uh, you know, they tease us with, uh, ooh, who's going to be there? And then it's, it's somebody that we kind of all expected was going to be there anyways. Yeah. The Grizz Super Jam, by the way, is 2019. 2019, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and that's why I ask. I I think a lot of us, uh, it sort of hit like a pause and a reset mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I know where we're we're going to talk about who we want and all that. So the other uh, Ruklu was Odessa, right? No, that was was it Odessa? No, that was a leak from uh, Festival. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, you mean you mean the news that we told you months ago? Yes, I'm glad you finally got to break news <laughs> that was already broken. Oh God, this guy. Well, <laughs> he, he we could have tweeted it just uh, like I, just like he did. Again, I, long it's a conversation for another show. What was the other? What was uh, the other? Ruklu I think then? it was a band called M U N A. Oh, Muna. M U N A. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't know them either. But I know people. Uh, I got. I mean, we have a friend, a mutual friend that absolutely adores them. So, okay. uh, I mean, that's a big deal. Another Ruklu coming this week. Anything else that came around that we may have known or uh, that was news this past week or last two weeks? Did I miss anything else? Uh, as far as lineup, just yeah. That where what tier two i know not as far as lineup but yeah how did how did the original sales go by the way do well, we know i think they went well yeah talked they're, about on last week's high five they're in, now into tier they're two, into tier two right? which i guess is a good sign right i mean that means mm-hmm. they're moving at least 
you know, enough tickets and to. Of course, we don't have any idea. They could have. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, look, have arbitrary. 20, tier, we don't yeah. know. I know. <laughs> tier, tier one could have sold 50 tickets, exactly. but we sold out of tier one, guys. Yeah. yeah. It's gone. Uh-huh. So, but we do but know everybody- we have heard that uh, you know the old uh, as we're now calling it the flea and tea or the flea and tick uh, woods place uh, where we used to be is very popular. Russ and I have decided we're going to call it flea and tick. Oh, are you? Yeah, we, we even though there are no fleas and there are no ticks, we can't stay there you're, anymore. So we're you're, down. We're, uh, we're you're make just it trying ugly. to dog this thing out so people don't buy it so that you can move back <laughs> yeah, in because exactly. that's where we screwed up. We were too, too we were too nice about it. You're right. We oversold it. We oversold you really don't want to be there. That's where, that's where all the bees are. Mm-hmm. That's where they, yeah. they harvest the bees. That's exactly right. Yeah, there's so many bees uh, nests back there. Skunks. Skunks. So the other thing, too, that uh, when, when we go through uh, this week, when we go through, I, I want to go through our wish list, go around the room and see what bands we really want to be there uh, now that we are fully into uh, rumor and speculation season. I mean, we are just a couple of, I mean, it feels like six weeks. Are we probably six, seven weeks away from a lineup? Uh, when does it usually come out? Mid-February? Did we did we know, nail them down on this? January. January. Oh, it's January. Really? Yeah, I think you were pretty adamant it was going to be like January 15th or whatever, middle. Oh, did I? See, somebody somebody call, what's his name, Festival, and tell him he can break that too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bro, sources, sources say... God. Um, yeah, well, I feel like he, he sort of alluded to that, too, in our conversation a couple of weeks ago with the C3 guys. The other thing, too, that uh, I, I keep coming back to what he says is this lineup feels like Rue to him. Yes. It feels like Bonnaroo again, whereas maybe the last didn't. Yes. He did say that. And by last, I mean Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I, no question. And I I think um, it's been it's been a little while since you've been on with the uh, Russ and I, we've done a couple of um, high five clips, and the last time we talked, we sort of agreed. And I want to ask you, you know, back in June, at the end of June, we said this next lineup has to be killer. It has to be amazing. Uh, I think we, I anyway, have backed off a little bit on that, in that it needs to be good, and maybe even great, but it doesn't have to be killer. And, and how do we define that? That's what I would like to ask you. You know, I mean, I mean I've, it's all so subjective. Right. These things are so subjective. The person that loves the hangout lineup, right? Uh, Chili Peppers, SZA, Calvin Harris, Paramore. There's another person that thinks it's total trash. Right. Um, so I feel as though that their biggest job this year is to reignite the passion for the brand. Um, it can't just be another lineup. It can't just you know be a, a year that they. It feel where it doesn't feel connected again, yeah. um, and I think their biggest uh, their biggest challenge is going to have to reconnect with the Bonnaroo faithful, and I think that they've started by all indications based on the conversation that we had with them a couple weeks ago. That's what it feels like they've started to do. You know, they're reengaging the fan base with the the multiple tiers and the different type of camping options. I think they know the challenge, right? I think they see it in front of them and they're addressing it. Now, whether it is is shown through a lineup that we all like, who knows? I feel pretty confident that this lineup is going to be really good. And I feel really confident in the people that are putting this festival on that they actually care about it the way that we care about it. Whereas maybe in the past it felt a tad surgical, maybe a tad sterile. Uh, I feel like the, I feel like the, the feeling is back. I feel like the, the love and the feeling that we all have of this thing is, is, is back. I think 
disjointed would be the word I would use to how it felt last couple. And I think to your point, and it goes back to what we've disjoined is a good word. Yeah. Yeah. What we've talked about and what we discovered, um, if that's the right word, I, I don't mean we, but we, at, we talked about on this show is lanes. That's what it feels like to me is they, they understand that they need to have artists that fit in certain lanes. They fit uh headliner on down, you know, like if Brad likes the headliner, what does Brad need to see earlier that evening and earlier that evening? And what else is on the lineup that would interest? And I'm just, yeah. you know, using you. Well, and it, and it um, feels like last this, this year, uh, 2022 there was like it just felt like no lanes right exactly yeah that's what i mean yeah. disjoint i mean i think i think disjoint is a really good way of putting it um yeah where i where i think it's sterile you know it, it lacked sort of the emotive feeling and the the connectivity that that we all have with it i think disjointed is it works as well um so if you had to what is barry's number one artist that he wishes for for 2023 it's easy you guys know I mean, I'm, I'm an open book. It's my morning <laughs> jacket. I think they are, I've said it since 2007, they are the perfect Bonnaroo act. They always, they were, they, and they still are, uh, in my mind. Now there's a, I have no, I have a number two, but well, wait, now let's know, go to, I, uh, but I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with that. We'll, yeah, okay. we'll let you guys answer. But All right. My morning jacket's your headliner. Taco. Uh, wish list for me. I mean, if it's just mm-hmm. if it's just a pure wish, I, I'm going to go Tears for Fears. Okay, didn't wow. see that coming. I did not either. Why not? <laughs> I did not. Okay, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, raise it. Uh, I go for the Beatles. Okay. Hey, it's your wish list. Fine by me. All right. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to let that go because it raises a part of a question that I want to get to later. So yeah, who's, uh, your, who's your number one, Brad? Well, I'm trying to look at the Tears for Fears tour for 2023 and uh, and just, you know, what kind of concert dates they're doing. Um, and currently, no concerts near America uh, for Tears for Fears in 2023. So it looks like their schedule's open. That's, that's why it's a wish um, list, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, my absolute desire, number one, is a band out of the UK that doesn't necessarily do a lot of, uh, doesn't do a lot of shows. But I don't know if there's been a more proficient artist in the last three years through the pandemic to now. They've put out, what, 11 albums. <clears throat> they did five albums just this year. <clears throat> the band is Salt, S-A-U-L-T. Um, I am absolutely obsessed with this band. Um, they're doing a lot of their stuff just via the mail. They don't really get together all that often, and they sure as hell don't do many shows. But I heard wildfires a few years ago and since i heard that song i've been um i mean holding my breath that they come to the states and do any sort of festival date because i will be there immediately uh, i've got to see this band i've got to see this band at some point uh, i hope in 2023 everything's setting up for them to explode and i I just want to be there when when it happens. But I'm obsessed with them. S a u l t. It's salt. Is that number accurate, or are you exaggerating? They what do you mean? Five albums. Yeah. So they did five albums this year as sort of like a gift to God. And one album's called Air, uh, and it's all orchestral, ethereal sounds. 
Um, they did uh, four other like they the the amount of product they are put they put out this year is out of control, is it and it's good? almost hard. It's I mean, fantastic. It's absolutely now. fantastic. No, eleven to me is one of my favorite albums of the year. I mean, um, so did five in like six years, and they so were all, they were all pretty good. I mean, so they released <laughs> they released five albums at once, and it was only available for a few days on their website that you could download totally for free. Um, and then it, they took it down, and you can't get them anymore. But then they eventually found their way to like Spotify's and right. etc. I, I have I, I respect your your opinion, no question about it. So, uh, I, I, look, I think Eleven was damn near my favorite album of the year. Um, I <laughs> I would start with with Wildfires, and then why 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 uh, those those two songs are probably my the best entry point to this band, but. Um, today and tomorrow came out uh, the same day as Earth Air. There's actually two albums named Air, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they've got an album named Nine that they released earlier this year. They released nine, let me look it up here. It, they released Nine, Air, Eleven, Air, Earth, Today and Tomorrow, and Untitled, all since June of 2021. I think you're just making words up. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. Thank you. Thank you. It sounds like a made-up yeah. Netflix. Uh, I, I just put out an album. It's called uh, Air. Air. Um, and then I and then Air with two eyes. Uh, Air with two eyes. <laughs> we loved it so much. We did it twice. Yeah. Uh, man, uh, but the way the way that Eleven starts off with Glory is just so so strong. Um, I love this band so much. Uh, so that's my number one uh, wish list item. That uh, I can give you Barry Corder, your second band that you absolutely want to see, Bonnaroo 2023. Anything with Warren Haynes. I don't okay. care which band he comes with. It can be him by himself. Well, I hate to t- break the news here, but sources tell me. Sources! Sources! <laughs> Warren Haynes is playing with Tears for Fears this year. <laughs> see, this <laughs> is, turns out. This is the sign. We're this all is happy. all working out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's pr- that's probably the only band he hasn't played with. Uh-huh. Uh, Lord Taco. Your second band that you want to see. Second one I'm going to go with is the Mars Volta, and I know we're getting them for Shaky Knees, and I'm super excited about that. Mm. But I want to see him on bon- on the farm. So you are our resident Shaky Knees guy. I've been to a few times, but you love Shaky Knees. I do. Did, did that lineup that, that lineup came out? Didn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. I, yeah. I think you weren't on that one, but yeah, the lineup came out, and it's great. Yeah, I'm it's at the it. best that I've seen. It's a good lineup. Yeah. I would, I would, I could. Say so I'd be happy if this was the Bonnaroo lineup. I would too. I would, yeah. Well, that brings me to the second band that I am absolutely fighting uh, tooth and nail for is the AAS. Mm, yeah. Um, my uh, one of the great shows I've ever seen at Bonnaroo was that AAS show uh, on the Witch stage. <clears throat> it could not have been hotter. Oh my God, that show was so hot. It was so packed. And, you know, Karano swallowing the microphone still to this day, I, I, will, I will not forget. I want them back on the what stage this time, and I want them in a little bit cooler of an atmosphere, uh, maybe 6, 7 o'clock, uh, so it's not nearly as hot this time. But um, I love that show at Forest Hills, I, uh, and there's not a band that I want to follow around the country more uh, in 2023 than Yeah, 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 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Barry Quarter. Uh, you know, I'm looking at that. So, wish list. I'm going to say Flaming Lips. No, making a, make a return. I'd love to for a Flaming Lips reunion. Another perfect, yeah, another perfect. When was the last time they were there? Uh, was it the Dark Side of the Moon year? Because I remember that, that. I've got a crazy story about that year at Bonnaroo. But I am I missing something? Were they they have they been to Bonnaroo since that? Dark Side of the Moon year? No, I don't think so. And, it, and in fact, this is going to blow you away. I think the last time they were close was at Riverbend here in Chattanooga. I was there at that show, and it was very uncomfortable. It was yeah, very uncomfortable. Was, well, <clears> they're, <throat> also cool on, they're also on the Shaking Knees lineup. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, I, so that Sunday night, and I, I'm jumping all over. I, I won't say it, but yeah, that Shaking Knees lineup is pretty good. Well, there's a little addendum yeah, tw- to their uh, name on there. It says, uh, Performing Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, I'd kill for that. Nice. Um, so last time I saw Flaming Lips, they did Dark Side of the Moon. I'm standing on the stage, the side stage of, of The Witch where Flaming Lips are doing their show, and then Kings of Leon had done like the the main stage right before that. So you get like Leon Leon or Danny Leon or whatever their names are. Like the brothers walk up on the stage holding a plastic jug of whiskey. And in tow with them is McLovin. So I watch the Leon guys and McLovin just chugging whiskey on the side of the stage to the point where like, uh, now it's time to getting, it's, things are getting a little itchy. McLovin threw up off the backside of the, the stage. Uh, <laughs> He was there for half an hour chugging whiskey until McLovin had to throw up. Um, man, I love that year. I love that show. See, and I'll never, I'll never forget Wayne Coyne coming by with his megaphone just screaming at us. <laughs> See, playing so the fun. for me is, is uh, my introduction to Bonnaroo. Because in 07, I'm pretty sure. It was either 07 or 08, but I think it was 07. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I had to go cover this event. Which mm. I, you know, I didn't want to camp. I was scared to death. It was raining. It was hot. It was everything, and I went on back to bed at whatever midnight, and I'm I'm in my tent, and I can still see out, and I'm next to the I'm in the field next to the witch stage, and all of a sudden I see this giant inflated ball, come off of the stage with a guy in it, and I'm like, what the hell is happening? Mm. <laughs> I gotta go see this. And then mm-hmm. I went, I mean, then I was out and I think, yeah, from then on, I was completely bought in. This was unlike anything that I had ever seen before and would ever see. And don't go to bed early. And that's what, yeah, I mean, uh-huh. that's what did it for you, you was balls. I know. <laughs> 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 but I mean, I couldn't believe it. I, was, I, I, I couldn't even describe it to, you know, my wife or anybody. It's like, you're not going to believe what happened. But, yeah. So the thing about that ball that's so interesting is, is, you mentioned Riverbend, them coming to Riverbend years ago. And, you know, they get this ball and they travel on top of the crowd and he walks in this ball like a hamster wheel. Uh, on, part of his birth. On top. 
Yeah, part of the birth thing. Well, uh, where he tried to do that at Riverbend in Chattanooga, he did that down on the, on the on the ground. There weren't any people there, and so he literally was. He had to do the ball thing on the ground because there's only like ten people in this area that they, they couldn't hold him up. So it's like just, it crashed on top of people, and they sort of like stared at him in this ball. Well. Looking like a total strange, it's, it's one of the strangest interactions okay, I've ever seen in a right. Flaming Lips show. Uh, yeah, let's be fair. Uh, okay. Because uh, here's the deal. Uh-huh. So he, it's a, it's, if you've never seen the show, they have a screen and it's a whole birth thing and he comes out and then he's in this ball and he literally walks in the ball out onto the audience uh-huh. on a normal stage. Uh-huh. Riverbend is horrible because it used to have this barge that went, 60 feet down to nothing, which uh-huh. is what Brad's talking about. So he, uh-huh. down, he would drop down. To their credit, they got there two days early and tried to figure out how to figure out how to do something uh-huh. different for Riverbend. Uh-huh. So you probably didn't like it because you hate Riverbend. Uh, just, it wasn't, it wasn't it the wasn't show. The same, it wasn't was, the Flaming Lips show is, that I To their credit, they tried to make something work. We got Barry and Flaming Lips. Lord Taco. Your third band you want at Bonnaroo 2023. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with uh, editors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Taco, introduce me to the editors. Who are the editors? Oh, no, the editors, Mr. Radio. I don't. I don't. Why is it, by the way, if Radio Guy doesn't know a certain band, it's like, why are you even in yeah, this industry? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Do you know anything? I'm laughing at your reactions. Do you know anything? There's no, we've said it before. There's no way you and I can know everything. I don't have a problem with that. I'm just laughing at your face. Like, hey, it's you your wish list. Things? Did I hear that right? <laughs> It's your wish list. So tell me about editors, eh? because this is not ringing, not ringing a bell. Let's look it up. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> editors are an English rock band formed in 2002 in Birmingham, previously known as Pilot, uh-huh. Pride, Snowfield, and consists uh-huh. of uh, Tom Smith, Russell uh-huh. Lech, Ed Lay. Okay. They got some members. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to, to revisit learning about the editors, they have some members. And they're from England. Two platinum studio albums. Okay, got it. Uh, it looks like they're doing some uh, dates in the Netherlands and Turkey and UK in uh, 2023. So who knows? Maybe, maybe Bonnaroo is in their future tube, Lord Taco. Maybe. Uh, my third artist, this uh, actually is because I just saw um, this guy added to, what was the festival that they just got added to? Uh, oh, Summer Camp. Summer camp in Illinois. I want to see, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, and Barry's eyes are going to roll back so far in the back of his head they might fall out. Willie Nelson. Hell yeah. I would have a blast at a Willie Nelson show, mainly because I, I think, you know, I know his best days are behind him. I don't know how many more Willie Nelson shows we got, we have in us. It, it, um, yeah, I hate to say it, it could be another John Prine moment where, you know, if you don't see him, you might not get another chance. This might be it. This might be it. I really, I, I've seen Willie once, and it, it wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't anticipate this being very good, but I really wanted to see it for the moment. I, I, my eyes are not rolling back, and I get it. Okay. And it would, um, his son, I think two sons actually, I think, but one son is doing more of the singing. 
Um, yeah, oh, really? Okay. You got to see Willie while you can. Um, I would highly recommend, you know, pulling every string you can trying to get on the bus with Willie. I'd be interested to hear that story because uh, I keep hearing more and more stories about Willie and his bus. Um, I've seen Willie many, many times, and I'm I'm so glad that I did. I, so I, you know, I don't have a problem with that. But okay. it's he he can't sing anymore. Yeah, uh, he can still yeah. pick a little. And just seeing the guitar, I mean, just being yeah. able to say you saw Willie and the guitar. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. And, I, and the I other thing too, the other thing too at, at Bonnaroo is, is that the amount of people that would come out of the woodwork to want to be on stage with Willie, it almost turned into its own super jam. Everybody loves Willie. He, that's a good. He might be number two behind Dolly. As far as like everybody loves Willie. Yeah, everybody does love Willie. Any genre, yeah. you know. Celebrity, basketball, and Will, football, whatever. Do you know, everybody that's actually Willie. that's a really good point. Do you know who might be three? I would almost put Snoop at number Snoop. three. Yep. Yeah. And agree. Willie and Snoop, weirdly enough, this, they're, they're two peas in a pot. You know, have all, you ever heard all them over talk weed. About each other? Snoop yeah, says they love the each only other. guy that can outsmoke him is Willie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to me, to me, to me, that would be that would be a, a really great moment at Bonnaroo and something that could almost uh, turn into its own super jam. Uh, Barry Corder, number four. Man, all right, I'm I'm going with the obvious here, but I'm sticking with it, and I'm I'm also looking at Railbird and um, uh, Shaky Knees, which by the way sold out apparently. Yeah, huh? mm-hmm. uh, that's great. Just because I'd like to see because and because I missed. The Bonnaroo show, Nathaniel Rightliff, and mm-hmm. the Night Sweats. I'd like it's to a great see show. That. Yeah, um, it's a great show. Yeah, you know, and, and again, there's two, or, there's three or four on my list uh, that I could have picked that I'd be happy with, but I, I think that's one. That's me. Two, so my, I saw Nathaniel at uh, Tipitina's at a tiny uh, Tipitina's is a tiny venue in New Orleans. Um, on a tiny stage. Then years before that, I saw him on the music midtown stage pouring down rain and Nathaniel Ratliff in the rain. One of my favorite shows I've ever seen in my life. Um, I, I just like a big muddy pit for son of a bitch was just an absolute blast. And I didn't care. I mean, you know me, I don't, I don't do dirt. I, I didn't care. Exactly, it was so why, much fun. That's why I say, I think he's a, a perfect Bonnaroo. Hot, he is a perfect rainy, whatever. You know, we talk, we've we've talked about this for years. There are certain bands that just sound like a certain time of the day for Bonnaroo. Yep. And Nathaniel Ratliff as the sun's going down, that is the to me, what a perfect soundscape that would be. Exactly. Oh, yeah. All right, Lord mm-hmm. Taco, I can't wait for this one. Let's hear it. The Dead Stinkies. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> um, I don't know. There's a little band I I heard like a year ago, I guess. Uh, Crumb. They're they're pretty neat. Um, they've got like a really trippy. They've got like one of the trippiest videos I've ever seen. First of all, man, you know what what this really means? She's got uh, a great voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does this really mean? What does this mean? Taco in the bus with a radio mm-hmm. on. Yeah, spinning <laughs> records. Yeah, that's that's what it's end up being. Uh, I'm going with um, a band that I have seen way too many times, uh, and every time I see them, it gets better and better. I don't care how many times I've seen them, and I'm seeing them again tonight. The LCD sound system. Um, still, still my favorite moment in the history of Bonnaroo was 2016. It was my favorite lineup. I know it was not. 
well attended. Um, but that 2016 year is my favorite Bonnaroo year uh, I've been to out of 20. Um, that was my favorite Bonnaroo show I've ever seen because it was the first time I saw them when they got back together. Um, and this residency has been an absolute <clears throat> dream. So last year, living in New Orleans, um, when they announced this residency last year and then had to cut it short for COVID, I kept saying, all I got to do is get up to New York. I got to go see one of these LCD shows. I've got to see it. Part of the reason I live here, part of the reason why I moved to New York, not only is it the 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 tip top of my industry, but it's because of things like this. I was so irritated a year ago that I couldn't be a part of going to any LCD night that I wanted to just on a whim. I was so irritated about that, that 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 was part of the reason why coming here was so attractive saying to myself, well, at any moment I could go to an LCD sound system show. Right. And I'm actually getting to do it. This will be night four out of 18 um, I, my magic number is, has, has always been four. I'd like to get to five if I can before this run's done, but <clears throat> my magic number is four and every show has just gotten better and better and better. Um, I, 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 I've got so many great memories of that 2016 year and the LCD show is right up top. I, I, I want it again. I want it just one more time at Bonnaroo. I'm going to send you a picture, Taco. One of my favorite. I've taken about four Ooh. pictures that I'm really proud of at Bonnaroo, and that's one of them. Is it of me? <laughs> no. Um, oh, then why are we talking about it? If you remember how that show started, it came out, it was completely dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I mean, I'm up there in the pit taking pictures. I'm like, I'm getting nothing. There's no way. I'm just mm-hmm. keep hitting the, the the button. And the next day in, our, in Camp Nut Butter, I said, all right, let's go ahead and download these and see what's up and the third one i got the greatest picture because they brought that big glitter ball remember how it came out that's called a disco ball barry glitter ball ball. it's the same thing it's a but anyway it's in what world have you ever heard a disco ball called glitter ball (laughs) it's a it's a glitter it's a disco. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, and and I'm the asshole for moving the hill. And I'm the jerk for moving the hill. Make sure you wear make sure you wear that banana skin when you go see the glitter ball. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, it's one of my favorite pictures and it was a complete accident. So it was a great show. glitter ball. Glitter ball. Oh god. My favorite Mariah Carey album. Glitter ball. Glitter ball. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I have an idea. I've told this to uh, their management, but I've got this idea for an LCD show, and I I must have been in a different mental state, but the disco ball, the glitter ball, is their calling card, right? It's on all of their merch. I I want them to set the stage up as if they're inside the disco ball. You know, where like the walls can come in and close in and, and then it turns into one big disco ball. The walls can come down and inside the ball is nothing but the, the, like the screens that's behind them and the lights that come out from. Oh, what a great idea. Mm. Okay. But, you know, right. b- between, between <laughs> this. Cone might have some ideas about it. But <laughs> between this and the Flaming Lips, this is the most ball heavy show we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is that uh, ball called? Yeah. The, <laughs> uh, the Sprotum ball? <laughs> uh, solving all your ball yeah. needs. The podcast, four balls, about balls. Uh, and f- one more. Let's go around the room one more. Barry Corder, your final 
uh, ban for your wish list 2023? Or again, and it, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. I could have picked from any of these. Mm-hmm. I, I'm hearing Hozier's show and album is really good. I could go with that or the Lumineers. And I can't believe I'm saying Lumineers because I was not that big a fan. A lot of stomping and clapping. Oh, yeah. You like stomping and clapping, huh? Just clapping. Yeah, I'd rather go yeah. with Hozier. I think Hozier, and I and I also wanted to mention again. I'm looking. I'm pulling off of these two lists, but I want to say Future Islands, just because it gives Brad about a half hour's worth of rant material. So I why can, you don't like them? I love Future Islands. Oh my god! All right. What are you talking about? <laughs> Okay. No, you're confusing the fact that I had seen Future Islands a few times, and I just don't need to see that show again. Not, not I think that balls? you see it. You, no, not enough balls. <laughs> no, I need more balls. Or otherwise. <laughs> uh, look, I, no, the show is great, but his act sort of wears thin after you've seen it a couple of times. Okay. I love Future Islands. I, th- th- okay. It was one of my go-to shows for like ACL and Bonnaroo that the 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 year before that. I love it, but after you see it a couple of times, you just don't need to see him pounding on his chest and ripping his face off and going through the performative art that he does. Not taking anything away from it, it's a great show. But after you see it a couple of times, I don't really need to see it That's again. Fair enough. Uh, but I love Future do, Islands. Um, I mean, God, there's a couple others. Well, that's all you got. You, you, you're done. You're out of. You're out of wishes. This is another one. I'm all right. I, I can't wait for this, Lord Taco. Your final one. Final wish. Make it good. Ready? All right. Uh-huh. Hear me out. Um, uh-huh. I, and I've because so far we've so far, it's been it's so been, easy. Yeah. Um, uh, and I've talked about this before, but uh, Pet Shop Boys. I want to have okay. Pet Shop Boys Super Jam. Um, I've seen like there's a YouTube video of them doing like a medley of their songs. It's like some awards thing. They kept bringing out, uh, they, they, you know, they brought out Brandon Flowers. They brought out Lady Gaga. And I mean, it was just hit after hit after hit. And I think it'd be super fun to have a super jam with Pet Shop Boys Mm. and, you know, special guests. I mean, that is one of those bands, Barry. I I don't know if you've seen them. Um, uh, they, they sort of live in the ether for me as just one of these. uh, I'll never see. Uh, I'll yeah, never I, I think have an opportunity to see them. And I'm I'm glad you brought that up because going back to what I said at the beginning, it's only because it's been on my mind, and I'm going to ask you guys, and you can make fun of me or not. I don't know that it works, but I'm fascinated mm. with this Motley Crue Def Leppard tour. Is that way out of no way, Bonnaroo? Or no way, no way. Too yeah. I mean, I don't think it works either because they're already touring, but. Would that be in any way a legacy type of act? One or the other. I've seen them both. I saw Motley Crue during the Tommy Lee drum rotating thing back in the 80s. You know, I say my my initial reaction is absolutely not. But then again, we went to an Alice Cooper show. And it was awesome. It was fantastic. Yep. Um, So maybe, maybe maybe I overreacted and thought, a little bit too quickly. That, that's me, and that's why yeah. I brought at first. I mean, when I heard they were doing this, I'm like, ah, it's such an oldies. But Def Leppard, Def Leppard is one of the shows that I saw back in the day in the '80s that I didn't want to go to, and mm-hmm. I'm so glad I saw it. It was great. It's 90 mm-hmm. minutes of just 
fun. Yeah, and you know every song. You know every single song. Yeah. And everybody next to you knows every song. By, by the way, Taco, your Tears for Fears wish is uh, unfortunately going to die on the vine because they are in Paris and London during Bonnaroo 2023. So you're saying there's a chance. I uh, <laughs> don't know if that's going to happen, buddy. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's just a general ball, wish. It I could just... be maybe maybe another year. Sure. Sure. By the way, have you ever noticed that with all the you know people who have like in a world now in 2023, 2022, where like names are out of control, people are just naming things, the most bizarre like names. Like, yeah, people have ridiculous names. Why has there never been one person named Santa other than Santa? You know, you can, there are people who are still naming their kid in Germany Adolf, but yet we can't get a kid named yeah. Santa? I never went to school with a Santa. Did you? I never went to school with a Santa. <laughs> no. I can't believe it. There's not a major sports star with the name Santa. As many as ridiculous yeah, the names. Jesus and yeah. A good uh, so my final one is going to be another band that I have seen um, multiple times, and I'm going to go see them again tomorrow night. But I feel as though I want to be a part of like um, their explosion and. Uh, that's why I try to go to as many of these shows as possible because I know it's just going to keep getting bigger and one day they're going to be um, one of the biggest bands in the world. Wet Leg. I want to see Wet Leg at Bonnaroo. Uh, I've seen this show on small stages at Tipitina's. I'm going to see them at Webster Hall this week. Um, talk about a show that just keeps getting bigger and bigger. When I saw it at Tipitina's, it was 35 minutes, right? They had one album worth of stuff. I even told the girls, like, hey, uh, how about throwing in a cover or two? Uh, just ex- but, you know, it's tight. These girls are so sweet. They're so much fun. Um, yeah, so uh, I want them to have their Bonnaroo moment. But that's that's it. That's my wish list. Uh, that's, I'm those glad are... you brought them up. I was going to ask you about that because um, I know you've seen the show. I, I, I mean, I love I love uh, Chase Lounge. Uh, Chase Long. Chase Long. I yeah. Know, I love that song. And I love Wet, Wet Dreams even better. Yeah. I mean, I have Buffalo good, 66 on DVD. Yeah. That was going to be my question. It's a, such a fun show. Yeah. yeah. Really and what movie. I really loved, it, so I come back to Alabama Shakes a lot because seeing that Bonnaroo show and then following them around the country and seeing it 15 more times throughout the next couple of years, watching the progress every time they got on stage and trying different things and seeing how this thing was going to work and how to preserve her voice, et cetera. That kind of stuff was so much fun to watch to eventually some of the final shows where especially Bonnaroo, when they came back to Bonnaroo into the what stage, it was such a big giant show at that point. Um, I feel like I'm on the ground floor of this wet leg thing and seeing it uh, get a little bit better and a little bit better, a little bit better is so, so much fun. So rewarding. Anybody out there listening who's not familiar, it's this their their sound is everywhere. It's old, it's new, yeah, it's retro. Yeah, I, just, I love it. I, I'm with it, you. The the songwriting is so quirky and and interesting. Um, I'm such a big fan. Yeah, I love these girls so much. They're, we're going we're going to LCD tonight together. Oh, nice. Yeah, they they were so excited. They they planned their entire so when they. Uh, booked this uh, these five dates in uh, New York. They decided to come in a few days early to go to an LCD show. Nice. Cool. Yeah, very exciting. All right, All right uh, let's uh, take a quick thing. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back, wrap up uh, with some news from the uh, past couple weeks I'm going to get to, and uh, we'll wrap the show up next. Hang tight. 
Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Thomas, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. So Hangout Festival, that we touched on this a second ago, that uh, lineup was announced. Uh, you know, we've said it year after year. There's no more Randy Newman's on the Hangout lineup. I'll never forget going to Hangout and sing Randy Newman. Um, there's that ain't ever coming back. This is a very, very young festival. Um, as it should be. It should be a top 40 uh, young kid hangout. Uh, no pun intended. Chili Peppers, SZA, Calvin Harris, Paramore, Lil Nas X. Uh, then you get down into, uh, you know, the bands that I would actually want to go see is Rainbow Kitten Surprise, Backseat Lovers. I really like that Backseat Lovers band. Um, and then, you know, some things that actually work really well on the beach, literally a band called Beach Weather. Um, so that came out. You got the uh, Railbirds sold out, and then you have um, the Shaky Knees lineup that I haven't uh, I haven't talked to you guys about. You really like the Shaky Knees. It's amazing how Shaky Knees every year, every year yeah, comes I through. I do. I love it, and just it's one of those like you. The more you look down the list, you you keep getting surprised because like wow, okay, just yeah. I can't remember a Shaky Knees lineup that I was just like meh. No, they're all great. Every year. Yeah, but and no, every this year. This one for me really knocked it out of the park. The only thing that it seems to have um and for and I don't mean to put words in your mouth, Brad, but it it almost kind of has a I like this day more than that day. Um uh, you know, I would go not maybe not all 3 days, but I would go 2 days, that type of thing. But this one this one's pretty strong start to finish. Um It really is. Yeah. I think I mean Cypress Hill in and of itself is getting yeah. me there oh, on yeah. Friday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. I know. And the AAS and the Killers, which is a great show. Um, yeah, it just it feels like the 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 festivals are figuring out their lanes. Right? Well, I mean, in in well, Shaking Ease has always been really. It, it, the reason why I like Shaking Knees and, and the reason why I like Hangouts so much is for that exact reason. Right. They know exactly their audience, and they super serve that specific sound that they're looking for. Um, and personally, Shaking Knees is, is always right in my wheelhouse. But I really appreciate what Hangout does. They know the audience so well, and they, they super serve the people that show up there. Um, I, give, I give both of these festivals a lot of credit um, shaking knees in and of it. Now I don't know the new venue as well as I knew the old one. Do you like Central Park? I like it, but I don't. I don't know what the old venue was, so I don't really can't okay. compare it. But uh, yeah, it's fine. Um, the other thing that I wanted to get to is it feels like we are. I mean, this close to an actual Coachella lineup. And correct me if I'm wrong. Has anyone heard a peep of a leak when it comes to a Coachella lineup? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, I've got I've got a pretty good handle on what the Bonnaroo lineup is going to be, but I haven't heard a single peep about Coachella. No, not me. Good, good Have point. I missed anything? You pay much more attention to that kind of thing than I do. Okay. 
But but you haven't like Taco. You haven't heard anything about no rumors about no, Coachella. And, and okay. if you haven't, then I certainly haven't. So uh, yeah. And then the final thing that I want to get to is um, something near and dear to my heart. Nineteen-year-old uh, Brad could not have been more excited. Twenty-year-old Brad could not have been more excited this week when Postal Service announced their reunion to do twenty. Not just Postal Service, but going on tour with Death Cab and. Getting the whole band back together with Jenny Lewis and, you know, Ben not only doing the, the, the Postal Service album, but Transatlanticism, two albums that completely defined my 20s. Um, that was, I, I, I have never been happier or more giddy. I love Parker's, uh, the Ruham kid, Ruham one, his reaction was just curled yeah. up in a ball. Yeah. Uh, so that's exactly how I felt. I... I got wind of it earlier in the week, and I just started texting everybody I know. I was like, "Guys, uh, this yeah. is this is really happening." I've, I'm so excited about this. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That great. Was funny that I saw the image. Hey, one thing before we go, and I wanted to just mention it. Uh, we're going to get into tips and all that stuff in in future shows, but because of the timing of it, we got an email from Nick uh from australia oh yeah i i wanted to bring this up i'm glad that you reminded yeah, me about I this to go ahead yeah, yeah. the timing was right because i'm he may be asking for christmas gifts or whatever you know so i wanted to bring it up but his question was basically uh what about the shuttle uh he's coming uh, i guess with a, a friend or a partner or whatever and wanted to know whether to uh it was worth staying in atlanta and taking the shuttle and going to bonnaroo and uh I mean, I'm not going to answer for you guys, but my my response would be no. No, it's a no. Yeah, that's Emilio. No. I was going to say. Yeah. So, so read the whole email just just so that everybody understands what he's asking. Um, so that I got it. We're, we're all on the same page. He says, okay. My yeah. girlfriend and I are heading over to the states from Australia next year for Bonnaroo. I've been listening to your podcast. Clearly, you guys feel camping at the festival is a huge part of the experience. Our initial plan is to stay in Nashville, take a shuttle from. To and from the festival each day. Is that a bad idea? I love Nashville, and I suppose we were hoping to get the best of both worlds. Accommodation and food in Nashville, music at Bonnaroo. Yeah, we're all in agreement yeah. here. That's, that's, a, that's a no for me, dog. Um, that's, it's, a, I don't think it's going to work out as well as you think it's going to work right. out. It, it's, that is way too much work. Um, but I don't B, even know what that looks like. Seriously. I don't either. But I can't B, but B, what that looks like. But B, you cannot, like, it, it, it's not just part of the experience. It is the experience. Right. You break the seal. You break every, you, yeah. <laughs> you have to go in, even if you're if, from Australia, and it sounds to me like, you know, you got some money. So just get the package. Buy the package and let them set up the camp for you, and you just enjoy it. Nashville, I can promise you. Ain't going anywhere, right. um, oh, yeah. and it will be the same. It will be the same J Crew on Thursday. Then it will be the next Wednesday, and then the next year. It's it's not going to take your national time some other time, uh, or you know, double double book yourself and, and get the, the back end trip to Nashville and spend a couple of days. Or if you love country music, do CMT Fest the weekend before. But don't try and do this back and forth thing. I, I just, I don't think you're going to be very happy with either experience. No, by the way, whatever you, you can, think you can, you're going to be doing in Nashville late at night is you're missing Bonnaroo, you know? That's right. You're, that's right. So yeah, I that's don't right. know how that looks. I don't either because three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, you're just now late. Well, I guess I, I guess we'll go back to Nashville and do what? Well, you, you missed the, the shuttle leaves at one. 
I mean, so, and if you missed the show. Does it really? Yeah, I think. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, it, it doesn't run like 24 hours. You know, oh, my you God. Have to, you have to, if you miss the shuttle, you're sleeping on the ground. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would implore you and beg you to just let go and, and have the whole Bonnaroo experience. Yeah, yeah. The only, the only reason I can think of to take the shuttle is if, you're just one of those people that only wants to see one or two. Yes. Attacks. If you go one day, if you want to go one day and maybe come back for early tomorrow. That's, yeah. Otherwise. But, but even then I would, but even then Barry, I would even, I'd, I'd just bring my car and sleep in it. I would saying. rent a, I'd rent a car and sleep in it. Yeah. No, if I was just I'm, going for a day. I'm just that one person who just wants to see, you know, whoever artist mm-hmm. a, and, you know, maybe experience a little bit of uh, what you think is, you know, hippie fast Woodstock, whatever. That's okay. the only reason I can I can I agree. Take in the show. I agree. Otherwise, you're missing Bonnaroo. All right. Anything else to get to uh, uh, before we wrap I up? I wanted to do a little personal news for on the bus. Yeah, oh, you know, um, bus update. Bus update. Bus update. Yeah. Um, there's a shop in St. Louis that I found that has agreed they're going to b- rebuild the engine. And I'm going to drop a little money on it, but it's going to be completely rebuilt, you know, end to end, uh, you know, t- tested, tuned, ready to go. So um, I'm just I'm on his list. So you have to so you have to drive an engine to St. Louis to get it rebuilt. Mm-hmm. Barry, you going on that trip? I know, I'm waiting for the I, I'm waiting for him to ask. Yeah, it I'll, I'll like swing by and pick you up. Have an ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's I'm a great road trip yeah. partner, to be honest with you. He, uh, Once I'm you know, in the he car, enjoys. I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm easy to get along with. Yeah, man. Will you guys do like a road trip podcast, and you know, just you two, just sh- shooting the shit, hanging out in the car? That could be fun. Singing some songs, singing. Ooh, you could you could be singing some editor songs yeah, together. I was gonna say, yeah. Editors, um. which by the way, I put I <laughs> well, put an editor song on my uh, mixtape. Did you really? Oh, I didn't know that. Clearly. Um, so how long is it gonna How long is it gonna take to uh, to rebuild the engine? I, I don't know. He it's probably gonna take about a month for him turnaround time. Um, I've, I've really talked, yeah. I I got referred to him through a guy that lives around here. He has a bus and he takes it on the road nine months out of the year at least he's in arizona right now and he's just had nothing but good things to say about his engine that he got built and he's like i've you know driven it through like 43 states and not had any problems mm-hmm. so if if it, if it works out for him i think it's going to work out for me and i think the timing's going to be good where we can get it dropped off you'll get it back, we'll get by, it back Bonner. by Bonner. absolutely yeah that's the plan okay all right good mm-hmm. it better be yeah. oh no that yeah. bus better be yeah if it doesn't go i don't go <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next week, we'll talk to you uh, then. I appreciate you guys. Consequence Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, 
but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.